0: but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. My name is Chris Amsler, and my guest today is Josh McGyver. U Ledger. How are you doing today, Josh?
2: Good, Chris. Thanks. How are you? Fantastic.
1: Thanks. Josh, give us a little bit about your background leading up to U Ledger.
2: Yeah, so I um I started my career at a big four accounting firm called Deloitte and um was there for a few years and, and worked in their audit practice. Um and it was actually my my time there that ultimately led to the, the seed of an idea um that led to U Ledger. But I'd, uh, I'll get back to that in a little bit. After Deloitte, I got my MBA, uh, worked in private equity for a couple of years, and then um, I was working for a technology startup out of Utah, um, and that's when I learned about blockchain. And uh, they were looking at blockchain for a very different use case. They were creating a, a reputation economy, um, which is a really cool idea. I hope somebody does it. It's going to be hard to pull off, though. Um, but when I when I learned about blockchain technology, I immediately thought back to my days as a as a Deloitte auditor. And uh, you know, as, as you know, as probably most people know, auditors are tasked with going into a a company and looking at their control environment, their technology environment, and their data, and writing an opinion and giving an assessment on whether they have the right controls in place and and their data is is accurate, and uh, they they write an opinion that third parties like investors and, and other people can can rely on, um, that to, to rely on the fact that their data has integrity. Um, it, it's hard though; it's a very time consuming, expensive, manual process. And as an auditor, there's there's no way that you can go in and test a hundred percent of of all the data, right? You, you do sample testing, it's statistical analysis, and it's effective. But, um, you know, I, I thought immediately after I learned about blockchain, what if companies, any, any entity, underpin their technology infrastructure, uh, their, their databases with, with uh, blockchain, and as a result would have this non-forgeable um, mathematical uh, audit trail, basically, of, of all their transactions. And, you know, when I say transaction, that could be uh, a journal entry, a financial transaction, but it could also mean an email or a document or a contract or um, even a, a video or a picture. Um, so that that's what led to the, um, the development of Uledger. ledger um, met Tallent, my CTO, uh, about three years ago now, and we've been building it since.
1: Very good. I want to go back to the reputation economy that you were talking about. Um, can you describe that a bit more for us?
2: Yeah. So the the idea of a reputation economy, um, it's it's really interesting. So everyone has this um, this digital profile, or maybe multiple digital digital profiles. And your reputation, it's it's the idea that your reputation online has has value, right? So um, your your input. On a comment board on one site doesn 't necessarily affect the credibility that you have on another site, or your um, your credit score may not have um, credibility on some other financial transaction that you you want to make, such as you know you you 're an eBay seller or something like that um, and so it's the idea at least one interpretation um, of the idea is that you have this this reputation, this digital digital reputation that can follow you um, from site to site and from company to company, and you can do that using blockchain. Oh,
1: very good. So do you think that would eventually kind of take the place of a credit um, or credit monitoring-based society, or what's your view on that?
2: Yeah, I think that's the idea. And Well, I think that your credit score would be one factor of, you know, maybe a thousand other factors that contribute to this, this reputation score that that you could have and I don't know if it's a score if it's a color or some kind of metric that shows um, or, or that compares your reputation to, to others um, but yeah it's, it's the the idea that you have this algorithm that takes all this data about you and your activity online and gives you this credibility score
1: I think that would be amazing and, and a lot of factors but especially given um, you know, the the things like Facebook or the social media type of things, when those are integrated into your reputation, then we might start seeing some dialing back on, on opinions, or who knows, we might even see, you know, more outlandish opinions thrown out there. But um, yeah, that's definitely really, really cool to think about. So Josh, you're with ULedger. How is ULedger working?
2: So um, ULedger, you know, I mentioned briefly, we've been around for, uh, officially now, you know, a little over two and a half years, but unofficially we've been working on this for over three years now, which in the blockchain space is kind of a long time uh, as you look at other companies out there. Um, but it's going really well. We're, we're, we've got some amazing growth happening right now. And there's a couple things that we attribute that growth to. Um, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll just go into that if you don't mind. One is I think um, our blockchain approach. And our blockchain approach is very different than other approaches out there. Um, and let me explain that a little bit. So as a comparison to um, another blockchain that, that, um, that is in a similar space as we are, I'll, I'll, I'll compare ourselves to Factum. Are you, are you aware of Factum by chance? Yes. Okay. Yeah, most, most people are. So Factum is, you know, a, a classical distributed state machine design. Um, They do centralized data timestamping and ordering based on when their chain receives events and includes them in this globally shared state. Um, And then they anchor their chain to other blockchains for additional immutability. Um, Now, however, they are the administrators of their chain and their network. So with Factum, you have to trust Factum, right? You have to trust that uh, from a timestamping and certification perspective, they, they are acting trustworthy. Um, and then they have a single chain on which all traffic resides. Now, Uledger's approach is quite a bit different, Um, and we we intended it to be this way because uh, we're operating in a business environment. So with Uledger, we're a stateless protocol. Um, What that means is we use multiple independent blockchains and associated nodes to collaboratively certify events among the various nodes. Uh, so there's no globally shared state. Instead, each node maintains its own state and works with other nodes to have their their traffic certified and to perform certifications for other node traffic. So this method is, is what we call cross validation We've got around it. Um, it allows us to be really highly scalable because there are many blockchains, not just one, similar to Factum. And because the event certification happens between the nodes, with no need to agree, agree on this, this global date, um, it, it, it's a lot more efficient, okay? Um, okay. And, and, and another thing that, that makes us different is that uh, our network is trustless because uLedger is not the central authority doing the timestamping and, and hashing of, of the events. Uh, instead, it's done by each individual node, which is not owned by, by uLedger. So as a interesting and, and important side effect, Um, is that time stamping in the traditional sense is handled very differently. The U-ledger network can agree on the relative order of events between nodes without regard to the absolute time that any given node thinks it is. And um, this gets more and more important as you start moving into IoT and edge computing where uh, relativity comes into play. So um, very different. We built it that way because of the use cases that we're working on. How does, how
1: does that affect uh, IoT type of transactions?
2: Well, because with, with IoT and edge computing, you have a tremendous amount of data uh, volume. You know, it's not like uh, we're just dealing with um, uh, cryptocurrency transactions. There, there, there's a lot of those transactions, but when you get into IoT and edge computing, there's just this continuous stream of large amounts of, of data. Where um, the order of events is important, but with, with uh, measuring time, it gets very hard to do when you have that much data happening all the time. Okay, well, very good. Um,
1: so, how, how does uLedger work? How does that work for a consumer?
2: Yeah, good question. So, um, the, the fabric of our technology is for what we call data integrity. So, um, a company can underpin their existing technology infrastructure with uLedger. And um, they're enabled to have infrastructure-wide or entity-wide data integrity. This this idea of a mathematically immutable audit trail of, of every event that happens on their database. And the data has integrity after that because a third party can can come in and rely on the accuracy of that data. They can rely on the fact that it hasn't been manipulated. Or if it was manipulated, if someone tried to manipulate it, there's a trail of that. So it's it's uh, this base layer of data integrity. And what makes us different in another way um compared to other blockchain solutions is that uh we are designed to integrate with the company's existing technology infrastructure. There's no rip and replace of, of what you already have. And it's for most companies it's an API integration, which means very simple, very seamless. Um it may take, you know, two or three days to implement. Uh, company wide uh blockchain enablement. Um however for companies that have a uh that are bigger and have more data throughput and volume, we do have an on prem solution for that. But again it it plugs into uh their existing technology infrastructure for that seamless integration of blockchain.
1: Very good. So what kind of companies are you um you looking for or to partner with? You know,
2: we're working with um quite a few companies. I'm not sure if I can I can tell you a few of them. So we're working with the city of Boise. Uh, They're an early customer of ours. Um, We have built a POC with a a big four accounting firm, um, which is really cool. What we did was we combined our blockchain technology with um, AI to predict and prevent transaction fraud. Um, So we've taken that to a bunch of banks that we're pitching right now. And there's a lot of interest for that product. we are working with big data companies. we have supply chain companies We're working now uh, with a company um, a really large company who is working on a solution for VAT taxes in South America and the idea there is that so in, in some south american countries there's there's what's called a, a VAT tax and they require companies to um, to have a repository of all their transactions. So the government can go in there and make sure that they're pay, paying the, the appropriate tax. And so we're working with this company to integrate blockchain into that that whole um, process to, to add validity and transparency and trust to that, to that process.
1: Take a step back real quick here. I'm really interested in the combining of technologies with blockchain and AI. Um, sure. Can you describe more of how the the AI in this specific case is um, helping with the blockchain.
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, let's let's start again with this whole idea of, of data integrity. So AI is using um, data to – it makes calculations of, of data to make decisions off of, right? And so if that original data um, doesn't have uh, trust or transparency or isn't reliable, it affects every decision that the AI makes down the road, um, Plus, you, with, with blockchain added uh, to AI um, machine learning decisions, you have this, this immutable, um, timely, transparent um, audit trail of everything that happened, uh, right? So the, the blockchain and, and uh, AI um, combination is really compelling for a lot of different use cases.
1: That's the exciting thing to me right now. I hear, you know, blockchain a lot over the the last year and, you know, the, the technologies are, are pretty amazing. I think cross-pollinization of the technologies is what's going to really blow things up here in the future. And so that's, that's really interesting to me to hear about. I know it's interesting to our users as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. In fact, we've got three really exciting projects that we're working on doing just that, combining blockchain with AI Um, uh, and we're hopefully going to have an announcement coming out here pretty soon about one of those projects. Okay,
1: yeah, that'll be awesome. So now, before we started the podcast, we were talking about uh, the offering. So tell us more about that.
2: Yeah, so we're, as a U.S.-based company, um, it's been really interesting to to watch the regulatory environment around ICOs. Um, We've been very kind of hesitant to jump into an ICO because of just that, the regulatory environment. Um, especially as a, a company that helps other companies become regulatory compliant through data integrity. So we don't want to be um, in a position where we all of a sudden are not regulatory compliant ourselves with some kind of ICO offering. Um, and so what we're, what we're doing is we're doing a, uh, a Reg D 506B offering uh, via SAFT. Um, and we've we've done a 2 million plus-ish uh, token seed round uh, through this. Uh, and right now we're doing what we're calling a, a pre-sale, um, working with an investment banking firm to package up this investment in a regulatory compliant way and taking it to Wall Street type investors, accredited investors. Um, so we'll do that. It's all regulatory compliant. Um, and then... Once we're done with that, what we're what we're gonna do, and what the plan is right now, is that we're gonna do a Reg A plus offering uh, and offer a uh, security token during an ICO. So I don't know how familiar you are, your audience is with security tokens, but it's a it's a way to do a, a a version of an ICO in the U.S. in a regulatory compliant way. So that's uh that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great description of it. Uh, Where do you see for the roadmap after this?
2: Um so we've got a pretty robust product development roadmap um based on some of the projects that we're working on right now and so we're actively looking to hire more talent development talent um we're getting to the point where we have um more more customers and, and clients that we can handle with the people that we we have on the team so we're uh we're looking to develop um uh, those resources as well, uh, along with business development resources. Um, you know, we're we're really getting to the point now where we're not so much in the the startup get off the ground phase, where we're now in the more of a growth phase, which is great. Um, so we're we're really focused on growth going forward.
1: And uh, for hiring, what kind of people are you looking for right now?
2: It depends. I know we need a couple. Um, UI UX guys um, for some front facing development that we have we need more blockchain uh, talent we need um, AI talent um, so it it really it really depends uh, we need a pretty broad spectrum of talent and I know uh, talent uh, my, my CTO co-founder he's got a pretty um, uh, aggressive uh, what I want to call this recruiting—not recruiting approach, but uh, profiling approach—he he makes people that that um, apply with us, that want to work with us, do this pretty pretty difficult um, coding challenge. So that it slows down the process, but because the work that we're doing is pretty complex, it's a it's a test that he feels is appropriate. Um, I'm sure you get
1: that we, quality out of that as well. So yeah,
2: I think we do. I think we do. And then um, business development salespeople. Are are hard to find at least you know qualified ones that can sell something this technical and and new. We've we've had a hard time finding those people. So if you know anybody, send them our way. Our way. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Well, Josh, I want to. I'm curious. We started this journey with um, your background in auditing, and you you had the seed planted in your mind. Um, what are some some new ideas and new things that that you're working on? Some potential seeds that have been planted since you started this.
2: Yeah, good question. So um, we have this broad infrastructure um, technology that is is great. It's very applicable. We think every database in the world should be underpinned with it. So now we've got some more specific applications that we're we're building on top of this infrastructure. Um, and I'll give you a couple of ideas. So um, our very first product. Um, off the shelf that we're, we're now spending more time on developing was an email solution where um, we underpin uh company's existing email platform with blockchain. And the purpose there, obviously, is so they have this immutable, non-forgeable um, layer and trail of their email activity. So they they can't delete an email. They, they can't um, you know, they can't hide something that they, that they would like to hide if they wanted to. You can think of a million scenarios where you hear people deleting emails, and those emails need to be found eventually. Um, and it's a, a very quick and easy way to comply with some regulatory requirement or, or legal discovery requirement where they need to see all of your emails. Um, and so the regulators and the, the attorneys and judges can quickly rely on the fact that your emails are what you say they are based on based on this list. And we've had a, a lot of interest in that product, so we're, we're continuing to flesh out that idea and that product. Um, and then there's also a product around um, data security that we're actively working on. Um, and it's the idea that companies have these, these data logs, um, and when a bad actor hacks into their system, they, they try to cover up their tracks through these data logs. And the idea of using blockchain to to um, mitigate that issue is, is really interesting too. So we've got a lot of little projects like that that we're working on and, and testing with the market. And then we've got a number of really interesting partnerships that we're working on um, to leverage technology and networks and expertise that these companies already have. And we believe that they can quickly help introduce blockchain um, with their clients as well.
1: Great. So. How can listeners find out more about you and more about uLedger?
2: Yeah, good question. The, the best place is to go to our website, um, uLedger.co. We've got blogs that we, um, we put up there pretty periodically. Um, we've got press releases. We've got interviews like this. But if, if they really want to, they can simply email us or, or call us up, and we're pretty responsive.
1: Very good. Josh, thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Yeah, thank you for having
1: me. Josh McIver with ULedger. Thank everybody for joining us today here on the Future
0: Tech Podcast, and we will see you next time. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018. The Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech, and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com.